I'm Lance Key, co-host of Get Inspired and Innovate, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. We all need to stand together in a sense that there are still a lot of people who want to fight the good fight and be in the classroom, and we need to be there for them. And I think that this year I've actually been able to advocate more. I've been able to write my district over things that have been really unsafe. I've been able to call the superintendents. I've been able to write the local newspapers, but we need more people even outside of education to do that. So I love that you brought that up because I don't think that we're ever going to make true systemic change until we get the broader spectrum of the population to understand what really goes on behind those, those walls in a classroom. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by the Bailey and Wood Burned In Teacher Award. As part of their Hometown Hero program, Bailey and Wood Financial Group wants to offer teachers an opportunity to get burned in at no cost to them. Each month, Jeremy High of Bailey and Wood Financial Group will award one nominee a $100 Visa gift card to treat themselves to a little self-care and a full scholarship to join the next cohort of the Burned In Teacher Mastermind. And hey, if you're burned in already, you can gift your scholarship into the mastermind to a teacher friend who you think could use the support of a community of educators who are dedicated to helping each other to grow through their burnout and continue teaching. To nominate yourself or a teacher friend for the Bailey and Wood Burned In Teacher Award, go to burnedinteacher.com slash nominate and tell us a little about you and this burned in teacher who could use a little extra something special in appreciation of their service as a teacher. Let's celebrate our hometown heroes together. Burn on. Hello there, Burned In Teachers. How are you today? Welcome to episode 108 of the Burned In Teacher podcast, one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. I'm Amber Harper, your host, and I am so excited. I I feel like I say that at the beginning of every single episode. (laughs) I just love chatting with you and sharing stories with you and and teaching you and, and, and learning with you. And this episode that I'm going to share with you today is a conversation that I'm so grateful to be able to share with you. It's a chat that I get to have between myself, Alexa Shepard, and Caitlin Johnstone. And you'll hear them introduce themselves and share their stories. Now, you've heard of from Alexis a couple of times. She's been on the Burned In Teacher podcast. She's been on episode 48 and 73. You all love her. She's one of the most downloaded episodes we've ever had. She is also known as the Afro Educator. Caitlin is the founder of Kind Cotton. They are both educators, both 
teachers. So you're going to hear us talk about how the burned-in teacher, the Afro-educator, and Kind Cotton have come together to stand with educators. And I'm so incredibly grateful to be part of this movement because it benefits teachers like you, teachers who are searching, teachers who want different or want more out of their career and their life than this feeling of burnout. So I'm going to, I'm not going to give too much away. I'm going to let you go ahead and listen to the episode to get all the goods. But there are a couple of really cool things that you're going to hear throughout this episode. One is a really amazing announcement from Caitlin. And the other one is a really exciting announcement about Alexis and Burned In Teacher. And I'm just going to wait for that part of the episode for you to hear about it. But before I transition into the conversation, we have a teacher to celebrate. So as you have heard at the beginning of this episode and at the beginning of several episodes, Bailey and Wood Financial Group is sponsoring a Bailey and Wood Burned In Teacher Award every single month that sponsors a teacher into the Burn In Teacher Mastermind, as well as get some really cool certificate and $100 to spend however they choose. And this month's winner is Renee Johansson. She was nominated by a fellow teacher and her teacher friend had some wonderful things to say about her. The teacher who nominated her said, she has always inspired me to be a better teacher, colleague, friend, wife, and mother. She has the determination and work ethic to accomplish anything. In the past 14 years that I have known Renee, She has continued to challenge herself in a variety of positions, grade levels, and schools. She continues to learn more about herself as a teacher, colleague, and person and works very hard to master her craft. She's a team player, a positive light in the world of education, and is always helping make a difference in the lives of students she teaches, the colleagues she works with, and the families she serves. So we really want to celebrate you, tip our hats to you, and say thank you so much for continuing to do this incredibly challenging work with Grace, and we just really appreciate your service as a teacher. And I cannot wait to learn more about you in the Burnin' Teacher Mastermind that by the time of this episode has aired, we've already kicked off. So I'm really excited to get to know you and to help you to become a burned-in teacher for however many years, however many more years you spend in the classroom. All right, Burned In Teachers, you can also apply. You can nominate yourself or you can nominate a teacher friend for the Bailey and Wood Burned In Teacher Award. Just go to burnedinteacher.com slash nominate. And as you're going to hear in this episode, this is not the only way that you can recognize yourself or somebody else as a burned in teacher or a teacher who stands with educators. And before I transition over to the conversation with Alexis and Caitlin, I want to wish you a happy Mental Health Awareness Month and, of course, a happy Teacher Appreciation Week. I don't think that it's a coincidence that those two things fall in the same month, do you? (laughs) I enjoy doing this work so much for you. I enjoy working with you to advocate for your mental health and to make sure that you are appreciated every single day. So at Burned In Teacher, it's always Mental Health Awareness Month. It's always Teacher Appreciation Week. Now let's stand with educators with Alexis and Caitlin. Burn on, everybody. All right, Burnin' Teachers, we have a special treat today. I am so excited to welcome two special guests. One of them you probably already know pretty well. She's been on the podcast twice, and we have a Burned In Teacher podcast 
newbie. So I want to introduce to you Alexis Shepard. She is also known as the Afro educator. She has been, Hi, <laughs> she's been, I guess, on the podcast a couple of times. She's one of the number one most downloaded episodes we've ever had. And then our friend, Caitlin from Kind Cotton. So I'm so excited to introduce you to both of them. You may already know a little bit about Alexis, but I'm going to ask her to kind of give you a summarized version. I'll tell you those episodes that you can learn more about her and her burned in journey. And, um, and then we all three just have so many exciting things to share with you and stories. And uh, we're going to leave you with some exciting, exciting things that are happening. So Alexis, why don't you kick us off? Of course. Hi again, burned in teachers. And thanks <laughs> for that intro, Amber. Um, high expectations. So uh, my name is Alexis Shepard. I'm the Afro educator on pretty much every social media platform. And um, my passion is empowering teachers to teach and live authentically. Um, this stems from my own uh, experiences with burnout. And ultimately, my uh, desire to save myself led me to uh, discovering this passion to um, inspire and help other educators as well. And so since 2018, which is not that long ago, <laughs> I have been using my platform to do just that. And Amber has been so gracious in um, allowing me to share with you guys a couple of times um, on the Burning Teacher podcast already. So I'm really excited to be back. We are so excited to have you. And we've got a special announcement at the end of this episode that I think people are going to love. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. And it is my honor and my privilege to introduce to you Caitlin from Kind Cotton. Oh my goodness. The story is just incredible, but Caitlin, I will let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your education journey and how you went from teacher to entrepreneur with a huge mission. First of all, I'm so grateful to be here and have the opportunity to share our story. So thank you, Amber. And you'll find out why I'm thanking Alexis in a little bit, but so grateful to Alexis too. So it's just amazing to be chatting with both of you. Um, I am, I say am because I'm technically on a leave right now, a kindergarten teacher for seven years in Florida. Um, and I feel as though I 100% experienced burnout on more than one occasion because I was that teacher who said yes all the time. Um, I was that teacher who stayed until eight o'clock at night every night. Um, I was the teacher who had her husband drive her to work once while I was vomiting in, you know, a wastebasket to write sub plans. So I totally get that good teacher narrative, right? And how we really need to take care of ourselves because no one else is going to take care of us. So um, about five years ago, my husband and I started Kind Cotton because he works in custom apparel. And me being a kindergarten teacher, I realized that there was such a tremendous need for children to have access to books at home, but to also have these amazingly creative and fun experience around education while they're in the classroom. Um, so our company, to make a really long story short, essentially sells clothing and other items with a meaning of true kindness and inclusivity behind it 
to then purchase books for children. And prior to the pandemic, it was not just a book donation, but rather um, an entire mission surrounding literacy. Uh, I started a reading program with a local elementary school where I would go a couple times a month. I would do a fun and engaging literacy activity with them. And then every single child got to leave with a copy of the book that I did my lesson on. So Kind Cotton truly has become something not only that's been amazing for kids, but I kind of found my why, right? Like I found my way of still loving children and making an impact and using my voice probably even more so than in the classroom sometimes. Um, and it's just something I'm really proud of and excited to share with all of you. So thank you again for having me here. Of course, of course. And I mean, that's what Burned In Teacher is all about, is about empowering you to believe that you deserve and are worthy of making sound decisions for your well-being and for your career and for your family, where at whatever season that you're in. So I know that that was a really tough decision for you. We've we've chatted many times on the phone or in, in various conversations where, you know, you've talked openly about what a challenging decision it was for you to step out of the classroom, um, at, you know, at the end of last year. And, um, and, you know, Alexis, you've talked to about, you know, changes that you have made in your career based on your own specific needs. And I think that that can be, and, and also you touched on the fact that you've been able to advocate and, and impact students and teachers in a different way. And like you just said, and maybe a better way because you're not in the classroom. And I think, I think there's kind of sometimes that stigma about, you know, if you are not in the classroom, you can't possibly understand and, and help. And I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I think that just like, you know, a a teacher in a classroom, they can't be expected to do it all. And when you have a specific passion, when you have something that is very time intensive, because you're trying to make a different kind of impact that you also can't be expected to do it all. And that was a choice that I had to come to, you know, in 2018, um, as you probably know, I started burning teacher in 2016 and ran it, you know, in addition to teaching full-time, it was a lot, it was very, very challenging. Um, and it was a hard decision to make, to, to take that leap. So, so tell us a little bit both of you or Alexis, do you have anything to add to that at all? Or would you like to move into this whole campaign slash movement? Let's talk campaign. Let's talk movement. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. So I'm going to leave it to you two because I am just so extremely honored and excited to be, to have been asked to be part of this, but this all started with you two. So and, and it just seems all a little serendipitous because there are these conversations, these side conversations that all seem to have come together so beautifully. But why don't you two kind of lead us into the Stand With Educators campaign and how it came to be? Sure. So I'll, um, you know, I actually will. And this is, I feel like, so outside of, you know, what I'm used to doing. But I will, I will take credit for, you know, sort of tipping the dominoes. Um, if Caitlin, that is, if you agree, <laughs> because I know I sound like it was me, I did it. Um, no, it, it truly was a team effort, but I say that because, um, so all last summer, I was really disgruntled and really frustrated by 
the reopening plans and before reopening plans were even really seriously talked about. This was back in May of last year. So we had been, um, you know, emergency learning for a couple of months, school was coming to a close and there were already, um, you know, rumors about what reopening might look like. And regardless of the rumors, I knew that reopening was really going to be chaotic. And I remember I woke up, I woke up one day and I was just on fire and I thought I've, I've got to put this out. Like I've got to put my thoughts down. And so I went to type a Facebook status and I'm one of those individuals who, when I go to type a Facebook status, okay, in true teacher form, I type it on word first so that I can edit it and make changes. And then I post it. Um, I'm not an impulsive poster in that way. I, I tend to be very calculated. And so um, I started typing and 5,000 words later, <laughs> I stopped. And it was this, you know, it turned into this entire expose on um, the way that uh, America's public education system is failing its teachers and why that is and how that correlates to reopening. And I, I remember calling my mom and saying, I think this is the best thing I've ever written ever in life. Like I was so on fire about it. And then that was it for a, a few months. You know, I wrote this thing, I was on fire about it for a while. And then I kind of put it to the side as reopening actually came to fruition. And exactly what I anticipated happening um, came to pass. So probably, oh, it was probably about four months after I wrote this essay. So around September, October, um, same type of thing where one morning we were having a teacher work day, the students weren't coming in that day. And I just felt again on fire. And I just remember telling my husband, I don't, I don't know exactly how this is gonna manifest. I don't know exactly what this is gonna look like, but I have to do something. I just remember feeling so impassioned and I said, I, if it is the last thing I do, I have to do something. I don't know what that something is. I don't know what that looks like. And so I immediately, almost immediately thought of Caitlin and thought of Kind Cotton because I knew they made teas with the mission. And I thought like, what if we could collaborate on something? Again, these were all very raw ideas. And um, I remembered having the idea to reach out to her, to collaborate with her around, you know, possibly doing something. And then this essay, this expose that I had written several months earlier comes into my mind. And I'm thinking maybe there's some way we can take something from that and, um, you know, make it, make it into something. And so I um, talked to Amber about it. And I said, Amber, I'm feeling on fire. I'm going to talk to my friend, Caitlin. This is what she does. She has this awesome business. And I really feel like it'd be a great, you know, a great collab. And I remember being so nervous because Caitlin, okay, y'all, Caitlin is like a literal angel that walks on earth no. and just so kind. I mean, one of literally one of the kindest people you were ever, you will ever meet, but also, um, I mean, they have a serious business and um, you know, I was really nervous to reach out to her because I knew that she might, she might not feel as on fire about this as I do. Like, I know this is my thing. And so, you know, eventually I did reach out to Caitlin around October, I think it was. And she was just as passionate as I was. And we connected on it immediately. We exchanged all of these, um, Instagram voice messages back and forth and, um, very long story short, you know, kind of that was the genesis of the, the Stand With Educators movement. 
Yeah. And it's amazing because, um, so Alexis tells a story, which is actually very linear to mine, aside from the fact that Alexis remained in the classroom. And I say all the time, I mean, both of you probably think I sound like a broken record because I've said this so many times to you. I truly recognize my privilege in being able to say, I can't do it. Um, and just to give a little bit of a backstory, um, I always felt very supported by my administration. I know that's not always the case. And then the pandemic hit and I had a daughter um, on Christmas Eve of 2019. Yeah. So I went back from maternity leave and did the whole online thing. So I was back in the classroom last year. And then when all these talks, as Alexa said about reopening were happening and my friends up north already knew they were going to be 100% virtual and we were going to have to go back face to face. And it was really scary here at the time. Um, I mean, it's still scary in some regards. And I can remember going in one day instead of having a Zoom meeting, as you know, everyone was doing everywhere at the time, we were forced to go onto campus. Um, and I was scared. My daughter had been sick. For a while. Um, I have two parents who are high risk and I was so fearful and we went in and had a pretty large meeting and some teachers weren't wearing masks and I came home and said I can't do it. There's a point where we need to say enough is enough and we have to advocate for ourselves because the system does not advocate for us and it's so funny because I'm so like Alexis in regards to, I sat down and wrote because talking is not my thing typically. And I love to write and I can get my feelings across so much better. And I wanted to let the world know, but also let our customers know because a large portion of our customers are teachers that I wasn't going back into the classroom. Um, so I wrote a piece and just kind of like said, stand with educators and kind of detailed every single thing that I thought was wrong at the time and just put it out there and like made a little sticker to go with it. And that was it because I felt like I had to get it off my chest. And then Alexis came to me and was like, listen, and told me all these things. And I said, oh my goodness, you have no idea. I am so passionate about this and what can we do? And here we are. No, and, and, and Caitlin and I had actually met before very, very briefly um, at a conference like a, a year or two earlier, and I already had one of the Kind Cotton Teas, um, but we hadn't interacted much, and we had interacted maybe occasionally on Instagram, but it was so um, incredible because when I reached out to her about this, this is like not only, you know, not only did a movement come from this, but we're also like BFFs now. <laughs> and so, you know, it was really incredible in that way, too, because there are experiences with, um, you know, with burnout and just with the systemic issues that plague teachers and that plague education in general really, you know, bonded us. And obviously we have a lot of other things in common as well, but um, it was just really incredible how all of this sort of worked together. And then Amber you, of course, were always sort of off to the side because when Caitlin and I were talking, being that you and I were already friends, I was also sharing with you, you know, this is something that I really want to do. I've reached out to Caitlin. And so you were sort of aware of a lot of the things that were going on the whole time, 
but we had never really made the connection or really thought about collaborating with Brandon Teacher. Our initial idea was to contribute to more of an advocacy group um, who was doing the work of, you know, advocating for teachers. And so, um, but I, I just think it's, it's interesting because then we ended up, you know, really both of us talked and thought that collaborating with Burden and Teacher would be an even more tangible way for us to actively provide support to an educator, right? Because I know with Burden and Teacher, that educator, those educators are going to end up um, you know, having actionable steps that they can take to combat whatever hardships they're facing uh, within the profession. Mm. And I'm, I'm so grateful that I came up in your conversation because what's really interesting is, okay, so Alexis, I reached out to you for the first time ever back in, I think, early-ish October in 2019, because you, you came on the podcast episode 48 and it aired on November 4th. 2019. And you and I have chatted back and forth on text, Marco Polo ever since then. And I remember specifically asking you one time, I'm like, my, my audience has been asking for merch. It's something I'm totally terrified of. I don't even know where to begin. And they want t-shirts and they want other stuff too. Caitlin, we're going to have to talk about this, but it terrified me. And I wanted the other part of me that was just kind of maybe, I don't know if overcomplicating, but I wanted the person that I had make these t-shirts, I wanted it to be meaningful. And that really held me back too, because I didn't want to go with a company whose sole purpose was to print as many shirts as they could. I wanted to go with somebody who had a deeper purpose of service and especially connected to the education community. So it was coincidence. It was not coincidence. Let's just not even go there. So I asked Alexis, I saw her picture on Instagram of her with her Afro educator shirt on. And I asked her where she got it. And I can't remember where you told me, maybe it was Caitlin, but I don't think that it was, Mm -mm. but she said, actually, I've been talking with Caitlin from kind cotton. Have you ever heard of her? And I was like, no, tell me more. So you explained to me who this was. And I, I did listen, I promise you, but I did put it off. I'm like, I don't even know. (laughs) I can't even imagine how much is going to cost. Like, I don't even, it was one of those things. I just shelved it. And then your name continued to come up over and over and over again, Caitlin. And finally, I reached out to you, I think in December, January, we played some IG DM tag back and forth and we connected at the end of February and we talked for almost an hour and it was like an, again, an instant connection. Like we just knew that I just knew I wanted you to be the person to create burn in teacher shirts, which I'll talk about another day. Um, and it just, it was, it was just a beauty. It was like a match made in heaven for all three of us to kind of come together because we all truly do stand with educators. We do it in a different way, but we all serve the mission of helping teachers to take their next best step one at a time, deciding what is best for you in your moment, in your story, in your journey to decide what is best for you. Because, and I mean, this was all even, well, when Alexis and I first uh, connected was way before COVID. Um, But I know that this is for a purpose because it really is, we're trying to have a bigger impact and to bring people together 
to stand together with educators to change this system that is, that is so broken. And I know, and it's funny to me, Caitlin, that you say that you're, you're more of a writer than a speaker because you speak so eloquently about your story and your, yes, yes, you do. I see you shaking your head. Everything that you say just holds so much meaning and so much truth. And, and I know that this was meant to be uh, for a reason. So, so tell us about these shirts. You know, if you, if you want to, if you want to go deeper into anything else, I, the floor is open. We're wearing our shirts right now. Tell us about these and, and what, what they stand for. I just wanted to add another thing really quickly too, because I think that you brought up something that's so important, Amber. And I think that we all need to stand together in a sense that there are still a lot of people who want to fight the good fight and be in the classroom and we need to be there for them. And I think that this year I've actually been able to advocate more. I've been able to write my district over things that have been really unsafe. I've been able to call the superintendents. I've been able to write the local newspapers, but we need more people even outside of education to do that. So I love that you brought that up because I don't think that we're ever going to make true systemic change until we get the broader spectrum of the population to understand what really goes on behind those those walls in a classroom, right? I don't think anyone truly gets it unless you've been there. So I love, love, love that you brought that up. Um, the shirts is funny too, because Alexis and I have gone back and forth. Yeah, like, we have. Forever on designs and colors and what is going to make the biggest impact. And finally, the one that we came up with, the stand with educators with almost like the chalkboard um, writing for educators. And the, and the Apple period, I want to point out for those of you that end up ordering a shirt or that have seen the shirts on Instagram, the period is a little Apple, which was like that subtle nod. Um, I mean, down to that, we, you know, went back and forth over fonts, over this font seems too whimsical, this font seems too feminine, this font doesn't seem uh, reverent enough. I mean, <laughs> We really did a deep dive into, you know, who do we want to be able to wear these shirts? Who do we not want to push away with these shirts? Um, You know, we wanted something that was inclusive. Again, really, I think um, it speaks to what all of us value in terms of inclusivity, but also speaking directly to what Kind Cotton does as well in terms of kindness and inclusivity too. So there were a lot of elements that went into it, you know, thinking, okay, what colors do we we want to choose. We wanted something that was bold. And so every piece of, of this, um, and it's, it's so interesting, Amber, because of course, this is, I think this might be the first time that Caitlin and I have really reflected as a whole on the entire story. And so um, it's just bringing up for me how intentional this was and how thoughtful this was and how much we care about this movement and this campaign. Um, you know, even having experienced, you know, some setbacks. I mean, obviously, I reached out to Caitlin, you know, a while, a while ago, I think it was eight months ago. And over that course of eight months, right, it, there were iterations and changes. And there were, you know, times where we weren't really communicating because she was busy or I was busy. And, you know, but we knew that this was something that we really, really wanted to do and were passionate enough about it that um, we 
knew that it had to happen. And I remember there would be stretches of time where, you know, we would just be busy in life, what happened? And we would both just kind of reach out to each other and be like, hey, just know we're still working together. Like we're, we're still in this. It's, it's me and you. Yes. I love that. It was almost like a small check-in, you know, just to say, hey, we're really passionate about this, but understanding of one another's personal lives too, um, which I think is so important, especially now. Um, but yeah, I love what you said, Alexis, about how intentional we were because every single thing at Kind Cotton that we've ever put out. So I, I didn't want our business to just be intentional in the aspect of providing books to children and having it be more than just like throwing a book a child's way, because we've all been educators. We know that you get donations from here or there. I wanted it to make a bigger impact than that. And I've been very intentional about that. But every single item that we have ever put in our store, I've written a blog about, and I've had a very deep personal connection to it. So I don't just make a shirt that says, throw kindness around like confetti and put it up and it's cute and buy my stuff because it's cute. No, I like, I'm really on a mission of redefining kindness and what that should look like and the intentionality behind that. So to have someone like you, Alexis, is just, it's truly like a dream come true because you fit that mold. And I'm so grateful. I'm going to get like all emotional now because, um, you really find your people. Um, Social media can be bad for so many reasons too, but for me this past year, it really has been, it's been a place to go to escape and know that there are people in the world who are good hearted and wonderful and advocating for the things that you're advocating for. And just to be able to come together with someone like that and create this and then have a portion of the proceeds go to help other educators when it feels as though the world is stacked against you right now. I don't know. That's it's, I have goosebumps. Like actually you guys aren't going to see this, but I have legitimate, like they can see my goosebumps right now. There are a couple of things I want to pull from that. One of them is, is that what you're touching on with, you know, what you put out into the world, you attract back to you. And I think that that is so, I know it's so incredibly true of social media. And I do talk about this in Burden Teacher University when we talk about teacher brand, like however you, whatever your beliefs are, they are reflected in your thoughts and in your actions and the way you talk and the things you post. And you're going to attract more of that to you, especially with Facebook and Instagram. I mean, there's algorithms that are going to pull more of those things towards you, right? Which is what is so dangerous about social media. We could have another episode about this. But the thing about that is, is that, you know, I know that we were brought together because we have been sending out to the universe, sending out onto social media, these calls for change and action that are positive and proactive and collaborative and intentional. Like you said, there, it's no accident that we three were brought together to serve everybody who's listening to this episode and who talks about it. You know, there are ripple effects that are created through conversations like this, but they didn't start here. They started out there. 
And it, and it's so important that we kind of reiterate that, especially because this episode is airing. It's the first episode of May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I think that part of that awareness that we can bring to the forefront is what do you want to see more in your life? Because you have to put it out there and you have to be authentic and honest, but you also have to think about what do I want to attract in my life? And, um, so, so, I mean, do you have anything you want to add to that? Or would you like to go into, because you said with this whole intentionality is that we get to impact more teachers, especially, and I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm going to get emotional and get goosebumps here talking about sponsoring some teachers to be in the burn and teacher mastermind. Yeah. I, you know, when Caitlin and I first had this conversation about, um, you know, collaborating with burned and teacher, it was this immediate, like, Oh my goodness, because actually Caitlin's the one you guys have been communicating about the shirt for Brandon Teacher. And Caitlin reached out and she said, Alexis, I had this idea. How do you feel about it? And it was so funny because I'm like, oh my gosh, two of my favorite people and we're all three working <laughs> together. It was an immediate yes. Um, but what was so powerful for me too is knowing that we would have the potential to have an active part in creating the, the change for someone else that you know we have worked for, for ourselves and for others too. It's one thing to put our thoughts and our beliefs and our values out there on social media, which I think are important in our experiences because people connect to those. It's another thing to take that a step further and say, you know, we're committed to this mission in this way, you know, that we're, you know, wanting to give proceeds and wanting to sponsor teachers and um, you know, really, it's been such a labor of love and of passion. And I remember on launch day, um, all the support and just the outpouring of love that we received. I texted both of you. And I was like, Ooh, this is, this has been a bit of an emotional day, because I, I knew that uh, people would support us. And I knew that people would, you know, that it would resonate with some people. But to have people say things like, you know, I, I read the caption of your of your launch post and, and I felt like I could have written that. It just resonates with you in a place that you can't even describe. And to know that someone like that, um, you know, could have the opportunity to, you know, to create or to discover better for themselves in doing this work is really all that I could ask for. And to add on to that too, Alexis is burnout is so deeply personal for so many people and they experience it in different ways and they express it in different ways. And I think for people to know that there is a place that there are people out there who are having these conversations that want to help you to move through this. And I've really just even in the last, I don't nine ish months, I've really changed a lot of the way that I talk. You know, it's been a little bit longer than nine months, but I've changed the way that I even talk about working through burnout. I don't like working. I don't like using the words fighting or beating it. I, I want people to look at burnout as a true opportunity because look at the opportunity that we have been given through our burnout and, and there's no wrong or right way, but there is, there are different ways and there are ways that you can grow from it or you can kind of just crumble, which is where I went in my journey. Many times I just crumbled 
And, and I'm so grateful for the burnout now because it brought me to people like you. And it's giving me these opportunities to have these amazing conversations to where I'm getting emails and DMs that say, Amber, I listened to episode X and I felt like you were talking to me. And it just, it does make me emotional because that's why I started Burned In Teacher in the first place was to change this conversation and to empower people to, to be the change that they want to see. So ladies, tell us how they can get one of these shirts and what happens every single time a shirt is purchased for the stands, Stand With Educators campaign. So we are beyond excited about this. I know Alexis touched on it just a little bit about how we wanted to include you, Amber, and I truly do not think that any of this was coincidental either. I think we were all brought together for this and potentially, you know, more reasons down the line, but um, you can grab your shirt at kindcotton.com. And $5 from every single tee is going to go towards sponsoring someone for the Burned In Mastermind. And it will still also um, put a book in the hands of a child because that is our mission. It will always be our passion. And even when we do proceeds for something else, when we do special projects, we always make sure that we have enough proceeds left over um, for the remaining money that we have to go towards putting a book in the hand of a child. Sorry. I feel like that was such a mouthful. <laughs> oh, it's, um, it's totally clear. It's totally yeah, clear. Okay, good. That's awesome. And another really exciting thing, which I have not shared with both of you. I know I updated you after the first day, but would you guys like to know how many teas we sold so far? When we have only been launched for, you're going to be hearing this later, but we've only been launched for two days, right? A little over two days. Yeah. Since Saturday. Yeah. So, um, we have sold 121 shirts, which oh, means, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. It's awesome. Which I think that means Amber, we're at least at two teachers who are going to be able to be fully funded on our way to a third, um, for burned in teacher. Don't mind me. I'm just having Alexis an entire, and I are just like staring at each other. An entire thing. We're, I'm just crying, you know. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And so exciting. Again, I just, I couldn't ask for anything better. I think a couple of days before the launch, I was like, I'm really nervous because, you know, I feel like, again, I feel like I tipped the dominoes and collaborating with Caitlin and, and then collaborating with Amber I was so terrified to do something that would somehow negatively impact these businesses that they've built. You know, I kind of feel like I'm like the little fish and these are the two big mm -hmm. fish who've been in the game for a while. And, and I, you know, I knew that they were taking a risk and collaborating with me in a sense. And so I felt this like huge um, pressure, not from them, but um, from within myself to, you know, for this to be something that truly was impactful. And so that is incredible. Here's another thing that is super incredible and how it just came together is when you two asked me to be a part of this and if you could sponsor teachers to be part of the mastermind, I of course was like, heck yes. Like don't even need to think about it. This is amazing because that's something I've always struggled with is how can I reach more teachers and give them the opportunity? Because this is, this is my job, but I also want to keep teachers in mind and their, you know, their salaries. And I want to make things affordable, 
but that doesn't mean that everybody has the ability to join. And so this was perfect to be able to sponsor teachers and to get more teachers into the mastermind and and introduce them to the burn in teacher Facebook community. But here's the thing is I had already planned on launching the mastermind through the end of April and we kick off May 2nd. So I think if things go the way that I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can get these two or three teachers into the mastermind that kicks off on May 2nd. So, and I know this episode will be going out, I believe it will be May 3rd, but we have a way for you all, if you're listening to apply And that doesn't mean we can't get you in, even though it's already started. We're going to see how many applications we get in. Based on these numbers of sales, I, we're going to have to go through several applications to figure out um, who is the best fit for this cohort. That doesn't mean that you may not be able to join the the next cohort that will be, you know, launching later in 2021. So if you go to burnedinteacher.com slash standwitheducators you can apply. It's super simple. Um, it's just going to ask you a couple of questions so that we can know if you'd be a good fit for, for the, for the burned in teacher mastermind. And if you want to learn more, you can go to burnedinteacher.com slash mastermind, or you can email me at support at burnedinteacher.com. So it is really that simple. You can buy a shirt. You can, you know, stand with educators with us together as one united front. This is where change will happen. It's not going to happen quickly. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but one teacher at a time. We had this conversation before we hit record (laughs) that one teacher at a time. This is how we make systemic change. And icing on the cake. I have asked, okay, I got to go back really quickly. I have been begging, not asking, begging Alexis to start a podcast since we talked the first time back in 2019, because I would watch this beautiful woman's stories on Instagram. And after a while, I'm like, stop talking on Instagram stories. (laughs) You're going to go away. You have to record this. So I have been, even since last summer, I was really pushing it. And it's just, it's a lot. I mean, there's, I don't know how people who are in the classroom full-time run podcasts. It's a lot of work. So in an effort to get your voice out there in a different platform that is recorded and doesn't go away so quickly, I have invited Alexis to do a podcast takeover on the Burn and Teacher podcast for the rest of the month of May. She's doing a little happy dance, <laughs> which is another, uh, not, it's not a coincidence. I had asked her to do this before we had even come together for this, for this movement. So Alexis, I am excited for you to take over. You want to tell us just in, in two minutes, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be bringing to the table for the Burn and Teacher podcast community. So first of all, Amber, you know, I'm so grateful for you allowing me to use your platform to to amplify my voice and to continue to advocate. Um, So you guys know, um, I stated earlier in the episode that I, my goal is to empower teachers to teach and live authentically. I know that's been really powerful for me and I hope that it can also be really powerful for you. So in my series in my Burned and Teacher podcast takeover, we're gonna be discussing how you can exercise your agency, how you can advocate for your needs, and how you can start to build a culture of wellness that is not just beneficial for you, but that will be advantageous to your students and your classroom, maybe even your school culture as well. 
such a simple yet powerful description of what is to come in May. I am so excited to hear these episodes. And my friends, you can follow Alexis at the Afro Educator on Instagram, and you can follow Caitlin at Kind Cotton. You are going to hear and see so much more from this collaboration. And I'm just, ladies, I'm so grateful that um, that we have come together and we're just, we're making a huge mark on, on the teacher community. And I'm just so excited to see what, what's to come. Same here. Can't wait. Me too. Thank you. All right, ladies, thank you so much for spending time with us. Take a deep breath. You just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of burned in teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned and Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned and Teacher. Burn on.